This is episode 510 on the 20th of April 2022. The Indian National T20 domestic competition isn't the only one of its kind and it is nothing special. It's been going on for the past 14 to 15 years and yet every time it happens in the month of April to June, in that period between April to June or sometimes due to external and facetious reasons like the cases rising which is absolutely nonsense but we'll discuss that later. Due to those reasons which don't really make sense, it can happen sometimes in October, November but either way it happens once every year. It's not the only tournament which takes place every year. There are other tournaments. There is the Badminton World Federation Tournament, the overhyped Grand Slams, the Australian Open, the Wimbledon Open, the US Open, the French Open, where the overhyped individuals like Nadal and Federer and Djokovic and Sissipidas and others also participate. So this tournament is nothing special and every time we discuss it, we look at it with such, we scoff at it. It's been going on for 15 years, the same template has been followed. Every year the commentators repeat like a broken record, wow, look at this tournament, talent coming in, talent coming out. Well, they have to say and they have been employed by the organizers, they have to say it's a great tournament. If they don't, they will be fired. So you cannot take them at the face value because it's a superficial comment that it brings out talent every year. But more on that later, human beings are a confused lot. They are confused between hobbies and professions. Well, the minor difference between hobbies and profession is that Hobbies are activities which are done without paycheck, but if that same activity generates a paycheck, generates a living, it turns into a profession. When it turns into a profession, hobbies are for fun, without any pressure. And when that same thing turns into a profession, which is, well, one can say that everyone has to earn a paycheck. Everyone wants to earn a paycheck, whether they do it from the discomfort of their home or they have to travel to the respective workplace. But this definition might just open a Pandora's box. Hobbies are great distractions from the worries and troubles that plague 
daily living but what are the worries and troubles that plague daily living because once hobbies turn into professions then those are the worries and troubles that plague daily living you have to earn for your family you have to go through the mundane task of paying taxes and all the troubles that come along with it are they great distractions well they are great distractions but sometimes hobbies turn into an actual profession that is an actual paycheck kind of situation and what happens the same hobbies which were great distractions become part of the worries and troubles that plague daily living of course i disagree with this uh, definition that worries there are worries and troubles that plague daily living because we have this thing in our mind that once upon a time the 70s 80s 90s 2000 were great eras there were no troubles and thanks to pseudo media and internet of things and artificial intelligence things have become more complicated but what are some of the mundane hobbies that individuals engage in remember some of these hobbies are ridiculous let's look at them one by one the most ridiculous hobby is scrolling pseudo media we all know what is part of pseudo media the twitter the fake book or the insta gratification or the insta headache or instagram or any other such pseudo media actually scrolling pseudo media and trying to say that i will get knowledge from it i will become a polymath by scrolling pseudo media is the most ridiculous and dumbest thing i've ever heard but that's human nature we are happy scrolling pseudo media because we presume that it's a great distraction i think pseudo media is the worry and trouble that plague daily living not a distraction pseudo media is the plague not the distraction and reading books i don't need to tell the whole world that i read a book i don't i don't need to plan reading a book in that manner when i read a book i just read a book i don't have to say that it's a hobby reading a book cannot be a hobby because it's just an activity we do sometimes reading books or creating our own content sometimes it's done for fun but when this fun turns into a paycheck then the same thing tends to put pressure on us we have to be professional we have to be perfect when we do an activity in terms of it being a hobby we can afford to make mistakes but when that same hobby turns into a profession then we cannot afford to make a mistake human beings are judged at the most mundane levels and sports athletes the way we look at sports athletes the way pseudo media print media electronic media digital media and all other forms look at sports athletes they cannot make a mistake we put them on a pedestal when they are doing well and when the face comes which is fine it happens it happens to everyone it's happened to a certain individual in every sport when that happens then we say after all he is human after all why he is not able to do the job he was doing 5 6 years ago we put him on the pedestal then as a slump and form just as the 
economy goes up and goes down or something else goes up and goes down graph will go down and of course we judge an individual by the number of runs he scores in cricket by the number of goals he scores in football by the number of medals they win in various other athletics competition but we'll talk more on that later let's get back to this scrolling pseudo media and hobby ridiculous reading books it's not a hobby it's not a profession it it's done maybe after completing this episode i will read a book but i don't have to read the whole book i don't have to tell the world which book i am reading sometimes these things can be done without putting everything out there and sometimes doing nothing i don't know what is exactly doing nothing is an activity and dancing well it depends you start dancing as a hobby you just do it for fun but if you become a professional dancer where you are a choreographer or where you're a part of a troupe which dances then the pressure is different because you have to be perfect you cannot afford to make mistakes so that thin line between hobby and profession will always remain thin maybe it is diminishing we will never know so why hobbies as i said hobbies are for fun and it's part time so if i write an article but i do not earn a paycheck from it it's a hobby but if i write an article on whatever subject on whatever expertise i have and it gets published in a major newspaper or a electronic media or wherever and i get a paycheck from it and that turns into a full time job when it's a hobby you don't the article doesn't have to be perfect the article may not be scrutinized by 10 12 individual who think they have knowledge about the subject and they have the right to reject when it becomes a full time job then you are under pressure to write one every day when it's a hobby i can write two articles in a month but when it's a full time job i have to write 365 in 365 days or i will lose the contract from that particular establishment and of course it's all about having the right skill sets so at this point i don't even know what is the def- what is the definition of the term skill because for us skill has a very myopic limited definition as i've said a million and four communication is the only skill that is required communication that is spoken communication non verbal communication and written communication if you can become a polymath and you can have good communication skills if you can communicate with others in whatever language it doesn't matter which language then you are skilled creating an application or doing all the technical stuff or being a hacker or preventing your organization from being hacked being an ethical hacker is not a skill set being on the computer is not a skill set creating a software is not skill it is just something you know but that's not skill so our definition of skill is limited but the only skill that is required in this world is communication everybody wants to communicate with the other person send the right message whether it's through your spoken language whether you're speaking spanish greek or bengali malayalam whatever be your language 
that's irrelevant if you can speak if you can communicate in a proper manner if the other individual can understand up to some extent what your message is that's the skill and audience everybody wants an audience if my article which i write it generates millions of viewers then i have an audience and then this mundane work life balance when it's a hobby there is no work life balance because you're enjoying yourself but when it turns into a full time job when you have to write 365 articles in 365 days or when you are an author with the view point to sell your books and earn a paycheck from it then it becomes a question of work life balance that can you take a break from your work and give time to other activities to your other individuals so hobbies can work at most point in time and hobbies turning into profession is nothing new that will always happen but let's look at from the point of view of this talk show like i said in the last episode about goal setting that i did not have specific goals when this talk show was concerned it just started happening so this talk show started as a hobby and a part time which when i realized that i had the skill set to be one of the best talk show hosts in the world on the planet in the universe in the galaxy when i started to develop the right tools needed the right communication the right subject i could talk about it becomes a full time thing will the paycheck come from it yes paycheck is always part of the deal to start as something that is fun it's still fun it's still somewhere between part time and full time but it's something which i do with you diligence it's the same thing when a young person wants to be a sports athlete they are they have to balance between education academics and sports so that so after completing the school they go to the sports academy and they engage in sports so once they realize that their skill in the sport is at a higher level then they start taking it seriously they participate in tournaments they hope that they will be inducted into the national team and they will become legends so every hobby turning into a part time thing into a full time thing is not new when you look at young kids they have these kids of doctors they pretend to be doctors but soon it may turn out to be a serious profession and okay i will take this profession seriously when someone starts when young children engage in summer activities where they sell lemonade or any such condiments they do it because it's one way to earn your own pocket money and be involved and later they realize everyone loves my lemonade or my coffee i can turn this into a full time business and why not and that's how Starbucks is born or any other such entity is born it all starts as something fun but when you realize that it can become an activity which can generate a paycheck because you are skilled in it and then you go for it we all start everything as a hobby as a part time thing as something fun but turning a hobby into a profession it's a state of mind but it doesn't take long 
people may not take you seriously when you are young but 20 years down the line they will say yes he was training himself for this particular profession he spent over 20 years and do those years count and that depends on how we look at what training means is it training from a proper institute or it is just an unofficial training method but that's all a state of mind talking about the state of mind the state of mind of the indian national t20 domestic competition for the teams is to win the toss and bowl first it has been happening for the past one month each team has played seven matches now at least and teams like gujarat bangalore hyderabad are now being built as the teams to beat as the teams who have come who have come over a corner teams like bangalore who had let's presume a terrible tournament last year where they reached the semi final but couldn't go further and they've had ups and downs so will bangalore enter its fourth final and then finally finally win its first ever national t20 domestic competition they have been waiting for this for the past 14 years they had three chances 2009 2011 and 2016 so they have made it to the finals and the common link being one individual who has been there since day one so he wasn't someone to be taken seriously in 2009 but seriously enough in 2011 and we put him on that legendary status in 2016 who was this individual take a guess and in 2022 when the captaincy is in charge of a new individual this person has nothing to lose so bangalore as a team can they do it well at this point all the every team except two teams can make it to the semi finals can have an up who have can, so two teams we all know who the two teams are who may not make it to the semi finals and the knockout stage this year because they have, they are at disadvantage in terms of ruling the matches they have been heavily criticized for their selection policies and the players they let go the players they selected they don't have pedigree players the popular players but what's the definition of a popular player it's subjective so so far only hyderabad is the only team which has managed to chase down the target whereas other teams have failed to defend of course hyderabad won gujarat also when chasing score but winning the toss and bowling first nine out of 10 times may not work for the teams if the team were able to get somewhere between 180 and 190 now let's not even talk about the pitch because that's the last thing anyone is concerned about but if you look at how the matches have been when teams know that if we don't restrict the team between 150 and 160 and if they're able to cross 180 by whatever means when our chances of winning become zero and then the excuses are galore we could have done better we could have restricted them we could have chased well well then if you know that why are you bowling first the glue and such mundane things don't even come into the picture so that's the way this tournament is being looked at of course teams like lucknow Bangalore Gujarat 
Hyderabad are likely the four teams who will make it to the semi-finals with Bangalore and Lucknow and Gujarat at 10 with Bangalore and Gujarat at 10 points each. What does that mean? They are only one or two games away from securing their place in the semi-final. It's a long way to go. You need to get at least nine wins to secure yourself in the semi-final. So still a long way to go for these teams. But nine wins won't be a problem. And when that happens, then of course the whole eliminator qualifier thing will come into play, which I don't like. But it has worked in this competition and everyone is appreciating this playoff. Sandhu, I never call it the playoff. I'll always call it a semi-final and a knockout stages. Even though the team dropping gets two chances, that's just a matter of luck. Net runner will come into play. Maybe if teams are tied at same points. That's why teams, if they want to chase, they want to make sure that even if they are losing, they lose by a lesser margin. And the team which are defending want to make sure that they defeat the team chasing that score by a bigger margin. It hasn't happened so far. The difference on an average has been 15 to 20 runs, which means net and weight will come into the picture very, very soon. But that's the way this tournament is. It's been going on for the past 15 years. There's nothing special about this tournament. This is not the only competition of this nature. There are others, but we have this whole patriotic zeal coming in and because this tournament pays in buckets that you don't, that even one suitcase is not enough to fill the paychecks in literal suitcase or a digital suitcase. So how do I look at this tournament? Of course, speculations arrive that this year may be Bangalore's year. Well, too early to say, Gujarat it's a decent team, so is Lucknow and Hyderabad is looking for its second title. So let's presume on a hypothetical note that Rajasthan, Hyderabad, Gujarat, Bangalore, Lucknow are the five teams who will qualify for this particular tournament, which leaves five teams which will not qualify, but then out of it, two teams which will definitely not qualify, that will leave the likes of Punjab and Delhi who would want to win the rest of their matches but don't be surprised tonight's match between Punjab and Delhi subject to of course individuals falling sick in the Delhi team and they will be they will have to go through a lot of testing before the management says that okay you are fit enough to play which I find ridiculous just play even if they are sick just play do not make a big deal out of players falling sick. It's not a big deal. It's not a concern. It's not a breach of all the mundane, insane protocol that have been put in place. So if they fall sick, they fall sick. Everybody gets the flu once in a while. So Rajasthan and Delhi's match, will it happen? Subject to whatever insane policies are there. And then, if they don't, each team gets one point. That affects the entire tournament. But that's the way things are.
April 2022. Stay tuned for the next episode coming to you live on the 22nd of April 2022.